Love is the way, the truth, and the life, and it keeps us breaking away. Hello, everybody. My name is Ryan Odman, and this is my friend, Michaela. Hello. Hey, Michaela. So today we're going to be talking about Michaela's experience of working with um, people with special needs. However, I like saying that their whole creations, they're created to be whole and unique. Just it's different than neurotypicals would be known for. So Michaela, what do you do for a living? Um, I'm an after school program teacher. So I just take care of kids whose parents can't pick them up after school. Mm -hmm. Okay, nice. Um, that sounds like something like the YMCA. So when I was growing up, um, after school, I was sent to the YMCA just to like, um, just to kill time or just to have fun until mm -hmm. my mom could pick me up after her job. So is it something like that? Yes, it's like that. Um, except we're on campus. So the kids stay on campus. So any kid that doesn't have a ride home or doesn't, um, get picked up at the, time that everybody else does they can come to our program okay gotcha that sounds cool that sounds cool okay and it's still on campus you don't have to go anywhere else that's that's good <laughs> cool all right well i created some questions for you michaela so prepare to be integrated i'm just kidding i'm kidding <laughs> um so we already discussed about what you do at your job what is your job role um how long have you been working at this after school program um, well, this is my first year, like actually working because I had to be 18 to work here, but I've grown up around it because it's a family company. Mm. So my parents, well, not my parents, my grandparents actually made the company. So I've been around it my whole life. I've been volunteering since I was about 15. So. Oh, wow. Oh, and, dang. Cool. And so you're, that was when you were 15. So you're, let me take a wild guess. You're 19 now. Yes. I'm about to be 20. Hey, okay. I got it. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right. That's cool. All right. Well, actually, yeah, you did say like, it's almost been, it's been over a year now. So, and then you have to be 18. So, okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, why do you choose to continue to work in the special needs field and why, or with the student that you work with, um, the client that you work with? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just there. Well, I'm there because I, that's my job. I didn't go into this job thinking I would be working with special needs kids, but the school that I work for is um, it's an ED school. So there are a lot of special needs children. They, um, what's it called? A lot of them have different psychological things that they have to work through. So being there to help them is really like, I don't know the word, but it's very comforting knowing that I can provide a safe place for them. So I think I continue working in there because it's so it's a humbling job. It's very humbling and you get to see all these different kids like learn a little bit more about life because of the things that you get to teach them. So mm -hmm. it's a beautiful job. Yeah, yeah, that's good. And Going back to what you were saying, because some people may not be aware of what ED is. So I believe it's emotional disturbance. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can you touch a little bit on that? Um, so some of our kids, I have the biggest group in my, because a lot of them fall under the age group that I mostly work with, like, because we have different teachers for different age groups. 
So I work with third and fourth graders and a lot of them are in that window of age and grade. So um, ED just means they, they do have um, like, some of them have ADHD. Some of them are special needs children. Some, some of them just have different psychological problems or mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that, but yeah. um, they, I think it's just developmental like developmentally, like what their age capacity is and how they deal with certain issues in their lives. Because mm-hmm. you can see the difference in some of these kids. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Yeah, from from what I know as well about um, ED, emotional disturbance, is they just have a hard time um, comprehending their emotions and how to handle like their emotions at a very young age. And so, yeah, I, I've seen it um, firsthand at my job with certain students that have a very hard time, a difficult time trying to work through their emotions. And so there's um, different, um, yeah, actually, as I'm thinking about it, there's a lady that I, that I used to work on my job who is really um, um, a professional at handling um people that have emotional disturbance issues. So mm-hmm. now, now that I'm talking to you about it, I should have her on the show one of these days. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, she, um, she definitely knew how to handle the students that were like hardcore having a hard time with their emotions. So, yes. yeah. Sometimes that can be a little overwhelming, but yeah. Yeah. I get it, dude. There are times where it's like their emotions like kind of overlap with your emotions and then you start feeling that way as well and so you for us believers in christ we we remain prayed up we we remain talking to god and trying to not let what they're going through affect us in a way but allow what we have the treasure of christ in us the hope of glory we allow Mm -hmm. them uh, we, we allow him to overtake the emotions in their life. We let what we have spill over in them. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Cool. What words of encouragement? Well, actually, let's go back a little bit. Let's go back a little bit. You talked about when it gets um, overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And, And so how do you handle those those situations where it gets overwhelming for you because some staff like they just they give up right away but but like i, I want to hear how you handle it well thankfully i have on my site where i work we have a site lead so they necessarily don't have a class with them the whole time like i would mm. so they kind of foresee everything they're doing other stuff like making sure the program's running for per- like fine or whatever while we're working with the kids and making sure everything so sometimes when I get a little overwhelmed I'll just come ask her for some help and she'll be there you know to help me out but in times where she's not there sometimes I think it's best to just let them get all their emotions out in a very safe way you know away from all the other kids just letting their emotions come out because it's not like I can ask them to stop because sometimes they can't because that's the way they're gonna express themselves and get everything they need out because some of them are not good with words. So you just have to let them do what they need to do in the corner by themselves away from the other kids, just so that everyone's safe so that that kid is safe. And so that all the other kids are safe. 
and it's just it just depends on the kid honestly because I have a kid who he once he's mad there's no coming back you have to keep him away from every other kid because he could be a danger to them or he could be a danger to himself and so and then with another kid it's just you have to talk to him real quick and then they're back in in class ready to do the next thing and you're like okay so I guess it's just a different like seeing where the kid where their range is like how much they can handle and all that so yeah or giving them activities that won't trigger them because one of my kids he he has a trouble with like motion so he can't do things like cutting or something like that so they get him very antsy and Hmm. he starts getting a little overwhelmed and then you just have to take it away from him and be like here i'll help you so that he doesn't lash out no sense yeah no i totally get you i totally get you like i have the same exact thing that happens at my job and sometimes for for me i find myself like i'm trying to fight against it i'm trying to like control against them getting into a rage or what we we call them at my job is an outburst and i've learned that you you can't stop them you have to let them get into their into their outbursts and instead of it looking looking at it as an obstacle um, I'm I, I'm learning to shift my perspective and see it from an opportunity, a gateway that, hey, like me being right there for that student and learning to block them or learning to what we call evade, like kind of backing away as they're trying to run after you. Um, you have, I'm learning that you have to learn to be right there with them in the midst of that um, meltdown outbursts, um, the tantrum, whatever you call it, you Mm -hmm. have to be there for them because psychologically you being right there for them in the midst of their, um, their hard time, the hard time that they're having, you're actually sowing a beautiful seed in them when they realize like, Hey, like if this, this person's right here for me as I'm going through this, um, because there's so much shame that comes from these situations there are and i i say this from from experience like when for me when i growing up and having my meltdowns um i can still remember the people that were right there for me and they helped me to work through these emotions to work through the shame that i was feeling it didn't make sense at the time but years later i can say that god has used those people whether they were believers or non-believers he helped them he used them to help me to to know love and so you're doing that like also like because obviously like they prefer the people I work for they prefer we don't let them have their little outbursts just in case somebody does get hurt you know but who am I to tell this child no like why would I tell him no like it's like another kid coming up to me and they're like, oh, Miss Michaela, I feel this way because this. And I'm like, okay, we'll deal with that together. This child can't necessarily do that because of the way like they are. They're just a little different than all the other kids. And I'm not going to sit there and tell them, no, you can't let your emotions out the way you need to to feel better about yourself. Right. Like, I'm like, I'll help you as much as I can. I'll prevent anybody from getting hurt. 
but I'm not going to sit there and tell a kid no, that they can't express themselves the way they need to, to make sure that everything after this outburst will be okay for them. Right. Right. Exactly. And yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. You're helping me to realize that if when we're blocking them, like mentally we're blocking them from getting those emotions out. um, What does that say to the kid? Like, does that mean I'm not worth it? Like we're in a way, like we're, we're kind of like feeding in that like negative negativity. If we say, no, you're not going to do that right now. Um, yeah, no, like you have to, you have to show that person unconditional love and help them to work through those emotions. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing that for us in Christ, we're bringing healing to them when we just, when we're just loving them unconditionally and helping them giving them the skills, giving them the tools that they need in the midst of them trying to handle their, the battle that's going on in their mind. So, mm-hmm. so I was not trying to preach, but yeah, just. means <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. So what words of encouragement do you want to give to someone out there that works in the, in the special needs field? So even though you may not be working directly in a special needs school or, or whatever, but like just the students that you have, um, what encouragement do you want, do you want to give to other workers, um, whether they work in a school or whether they work in the home or whether they're parents, what encouragement do you want to give to somebody out there? Um, it's really challenging, but it's worth it. And when you're ready to move on from that job, if you ever are, you'll know that, you know, that you're grateful for the kids that came in and those kids will be grateful for you because you're sitting there and helping them through these things that they have to go through that they see not every other student has to. Like, you know, they're over here facing bigger things that, you know, the kid next to them might be because they're just a little bit different than the social normals of the world. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, Again, it's very humbling. It's a very humbling job, but it's also a very rewarding job. You get to sit there and see your child grow psychologically. And you get to stand there and be like, I helped, you know, I, it's not for you, obviously, but it's for that child, but you're still proud of yourself and you're proud of the kid for moving forward. Like you guys both did. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, as you were saying that, um, I was thinking about my teach the past teachers that I've had. Um, some of them I'm still in touch with today. And when they when they look at me, you could see that gratitude that they have. And they're like, "Wow, mm-hmm. I I'm so thankful I was able to sow into Ryan's life." And so in the same way, I'm I'm hoping and praying that you get that same. Um, I don't know if this is the right word, gratification as well. Mm-hmm. That that yeah, in in years to come, that you see. You see that. Yes. Yeah. I feel like you wanted to say something after I said that. Uh, I was going to say also like these kids are, well, whether you work with kids or adults, you know, they're, they need that extra love because mm. they, they need a little extra of everything. They need extra attention, extra, you know, extra what was I going to say? <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. But they need a little extra of everything because 
they need to know that they are loved because I feel like a lot of them don't because a lot of them do kind of once they have these bad days they kind of push people away who aren't willing to stick around for them and those people who will stick around they'll remember they'll know that that they loved them and that they were there with them through all the bad things that they might have thought that they've done even though they're just a little bit different than the rest of the world yeah yeah man oh man you're ministering to me (laughs) yeah no because there are times where it's like dang do i do i really want to stay here for all of this but just like it'll be easier if i just had a retail job but like no god for a reason and you're there to help the kids who need help yeah yeah and that's what for us that's what obedience is we we do what God wants us to do. And even though it's not easy in the moment, we know it's worth it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So even for those of you out there that are not Jesus Christ believers, you being there for stu- for your student, for your client, we want to encourage you go after everything, go after being there for your student, your client, because it's going to definitely bring, um, it's going to be bring a great reward. So just, just be aware of that. What you're doing is not wasted. So, yeah. So we're, we're sticking with it, Miss Michaela. <laughs> but yes, we are. But yeah, there are times, Michaela, where it's like, well, like, yeah, I would love to go into a broadcasting job and just leave my job. But at the same time, like, these kids, they've had so many people walk out on them. So it's like, why, why, why join that list? I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying we're going to be working there forever. I'm, I'm not saying that, but like where we're at right now, why not maximize the moment right there and right then and just make the most of it? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. A rap song's coming to my mind. Um, yeah. J. Cole would sing the song, let's ball while we're here. Let's ball while we're here. So it's like, yeah, let's make the most of that moment right here. Yeah. All right. Last question. Can you tell us a time where you and your student experienced a particular beautiful moment without having to like break any HIPAA rules or any of that, but like any like big, beautiful moment, a great memory that you have with your um, student? I think there's only one student that I really feel I don't know, like all my students, obviously, we all had like really great moments together, you know, but there's just one student that always comes to my mind when I think of my job. And he's just, he's so patient. He is so kind. He's so respectful as well, you know, and looking at him, the other students don't really see that he's a little bit challenged. And they like a little bit more challenged than they are and so they you know they treat him the same way they would treat all the other students but then there's the moments where he does have his little outbursts but with them they're so I just I admire him so much he's he's like the picture of respectful he's so kind so I just look at him and I'm in awe and then when his outbursts come, he's he tries so hard to kind of contain them and try to, 
he tries so hard to not, I don't want to say like disappoint us, but I guess that's what he's trying to do when he has his outbursts. Because you can sit there and you can talk to him. And when he has them, he doesn't talk. He just kind of grunts and like, he's like, mm, mm, mm. Mm. like when you ask him stuff or when you were talking to him and he tries to communicate with you back when he's having his little outburst. But he is, in my mind, he's perfect the way he is. And he's just so, again, like I'm so admired by him. Like he knows that he's different, but he also knows that he wants the help that we provide for him. So I just think him in general, his spirit is just so beautiful. Mm. That's beautiful. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. I could see without even knowing the student, I could just see by the way that you've talked about him and how your face lit up. Um, I could see that you definitely have a great relationship, a genuine relationship with the students. So yeah, that's beautiful, my friend. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, I think that's it. Is there anything else you want to share to the audience before we go? Um, just that don't let stress block the miracles that are happening in these moments. You know, I know we can get overwhelmed and impatient a lot with kids especially with kids because they are so needy at times but you know all I can say is breathe come back to your senses and help these kids with what they need help with no matter what like what age group you work with or anything like just in general kids need attention and they like those kids who are little who need that extra attention also need it like they need it I just say like don't walk away from them walking away is going to do more harm than good I know sometimes we think like oh well I'm not built for this job so if I walk away somebody who's more experience in this kind of stuff will come in and help them but that's not always the case somebody who can do worse than you will come or you know like we're just out here trying to fill jobs at this point because of what's going on in the world but you know I'd say stay stay for as long as you think you can and if it is a little overwhelming you know look for that person with you because like, I'm sure we don't all work alone. Like I said, I have a site lead who's there for me whenever I need her. Look for a person who's going to be there for you whenever you need them too. Mm. These kids just need people and people tend to run away from these kids. No, for sure. Well, thank you so much for Michaela for joining us. And yeah, this is beautiful. I'm definitely excited to post this up and I wish there wasn't a, a mean motor <laughs> that's kind of messing up the audio but anyway can you hear it the motor yes i can okay anyway um but yeah um i'm just gonna pray for everyone that's listening um so heavenly father thank you so much for this uh, podcast let it be so uh, rewarding to those that are listening and thank you for the adventure of just um of working with these kids they are amazing and they are already perfect they're already unique they're already made whole because of you in jesus name i pray amen Mm -hmm. All right. Bye, everybody. 
you have just finished an all-new Whole Creations podcast. We hope you had a great time listening. Have a great day.